I'm Kathy Casanoli, a junior at York High School, and I'm on the freshman mentoring board and a member of the York Cross Country team. This is the Ducast for October 15, 2021. Join us for an in-depth look at the people and programs that make York High School great. This week, Dr. Bagasarian, an assistant principal for student services, Meredith Sheriff, discussed the ways that we are supporting social and emotional needs of our students. Later in the podcast, Mr. McGuire sits down with members of our Hispanos Unidos Club. This is York. Welcome to Ducast. This is your host, Dr. Bagdasarian. And this week we have a very important guest with us, uh, Meredith Sheriff. She's our Assistant Principal for Student Services. Welcome, Meredith. Thank you. So uh, just tell us a little bit about yourself and your background. Obviously, this is your second time coming back to York. So just talk to us a little bit about your background and what led you back to this great school? Sure, so I spent five years here at York as a counselor and department chair from 2009 through 2014. And having the opportunity to come back here after growing in leadership skills and understanding student services a little bit more was um, something I could not pass up. So when this position came available in the middle of the pandemic, um, I jumped at it and feel very lucky to be back in this position working in student services. That's great. And I will tell you too, I think coming back the second time, similar to what I did as well, you know, in the middle of a pandemic, I think was very helpful, you know, having knowledge of the building and you know, the, the, uh, the community and our teachers, I think that really helped um, quite a bit. I know for me it did, and I'm sure, you know, having you come back in, in a different capacity, but having knowledge of the building really helped as well. Yes, um, you know, having established relationships with people in student services, um, you know, prior to uh, the pandemic and kind of coming back really helped with that transition and helping our staff ease into what we started as in person and then went remote and then came back to in person, it just kind of helped with all of that. So absolutely, um, very yeah. happy to be back. Yeah, we're glad to have you back. And I know uh, when I took the job, you know, your name came up and, you know, you were uh, one of the first people that I, that I brought back here, you know, so I'm very excited to have you back. Thank you. Um, so talk a little bit about some of the programming that you offer in student services. Um, with, with your staff? Sure. So one of the biggest things that I think sets York apart from other schools that I've worked in, um, in both the western suburbs and, and southwestern suburbs, is our freshman orientation and guidance program. We have this wonderful program that all of our freshman students participate in um, for the majority of first semester where they get to meet with their counselor. Um, a couple times a week where they are going through different programs here in the school to get acclimated. So they learn a little bit about what it means to be a Duke. They learn about things that are really important to them as a student, like what is a GPA and why is a transcript important and um, starting to also learn more about themselves and helping them figure out who they are as a student and who they want to be when they graduate from York. And so this program um, is a really nice way to help our students get acclimated to the building, meet probably some students that they've not maybe you know been in class with before and really start to establish that foundation um, of a relationship with their counselor as well. Um, I know last year our freshman um, students we had this program last year it had to be virtual so it was a little bit different but we feel really strongly about this program and the student mentor side of it too is pretty unique. We have a large group of 
student mentors that spend a lot of time planning for um, their session with the freshman students each week and really helping them establish an, um, an understanding of the building and an understanding of what it means to be a student and have now a peer mentor that they can look up to um, throughout freshman year and then you know continuing on if it's a, a younger student as well so we're really proud of freshman orientation and guidance yeah and I think that's so important to um, to have some sort of sort of programming for students as they transition from middle school to high school yep. going from a middle school of, of 500 600 kids to a high school of 2800 students uh, it's such a large large place for for these kids to come in so I think it's really important to have a solid program uh, for freshmen as they transition into the building. So I think it's great that we do that. Yeah. Um, and also, too, looking at some of our, our data, you know, our, our freshman on track data, I think that's really important because, uh, you know, we know that if our students have success freshman year, they're more likely to have success, you know, sophomore, junior, senior year, and beyond. So I think that's really important to provide our students with that foundation. So Yes, we... We see a lot of value in this program um, on all different levels, and we're really uh, proud of it. It's changed a lot over the years, um, but it's really valuable, and we're we feel lucky that um, the district allows us to you know have this time to do that. Yeah, and you have a great team that you work with. Yeah, you have deans, counselors, social workers. Just talk a little bit about the team and student services and what they do or as far as their roles and how they support our students. Yeah, an, another really great thing about York and quite honestly, the one of the biggest reasons that I wanted to come back here is the the team atmosphere, the team support that's here in student services. So um, every student at York High School has a team in student services that follows them all four years that they are a student here. So they have a counselor, a social worker, a dean, and a school psychologist that are their team or is their team for their entire time that they're here at the high school. So um, the teams meet once a week mm -hmm. to talk about students that um, you know they are, are offering supports for and looking to potentially um, hook up with different interventions. Um, that's where they they work closely together to review grade reports and if they are seeing that um, a student might be you know um, struggling a little bit in a class talking through as a team how we can get them hooked up into a supporter intervention um, that's where our our counselors also um, you know kind of process through any other um, you know kind of things that might come in a, a teacher might have a question um, and trying to figure out how to best support a student that's you know where they do that in that teaming um, you know connection it's a really cool setup in our office where everybody is pretty pretty closely connected to each other so I know I valued the way our stuff was set up because when my student might be in the office with my dean then um, Mr. Urbanski at the time would say Mrs. Sheriff come in here with me and we would talk through stuff together so that it really was a team approach and nobody was by themselves and that's that's kind of unique I've not seen quite the setup like this in other schools. Yeah, the, t the team approach is so valuable to our kids as well because that collaboration and you get to, uh, that's that whole term like wrap around, you know, you look mm -hmm. at students from different um, perspective and lenses and those things, even the teacher voice in that part of it yeah. is very beneficial. So that teaming approach really 
uh, does help our students grow and um, and really provide that support that they need. So I think that's great. Yeah. Um, and then another thing I just wanted to bring up here, course selection is going to be coming up here in the next few weeks. Yes. I know we want our students really to challenge themselves and take those rigorous courses and also look at those courses in the electives. But talk a little bit about that process with course selection for our students. Yeah. Um, this is a really exciting time because our students have an opportunity to start to really kind of plan for their future. Yes, there are very specific courses that a student has to take in order to graduate, but there's also the opportunity for students to take electives based on what their passions are, what their interests are, and yeah. what they might want to study or, you know, kind of do with their life after high school. And we're really fortunate here at the high school that we have amazing elective programs and we have so much to offer. So it can be overwhelming and we know that. And so what I would suggest is that um, students, when you are and parents, when um, you know you hear that students are, are meeting with their counselor and the resources become available, that you sit down as a family and really look through those items and think about what is the best fit for you and think about your whole situation you know if you are an athlete or if you work after school or if you're involved in your church or you're involved in clubs here having the right balance of rigor and then your involvement is really important because we want students to challenge themselves we want students to take the classes that are going to you know meet their needs but we also want students to have balance and have success so um, you know the the counselors are going to be meeting with students in their um, sort of one-on-one -on -one individually to talk through what student interests are the timeline is a little bit earlier than in previous years but that's okay um, you know there's going to be plenty of time to kind of talk through um, what are some of those options and a chance to you know kind of solidify and, and, and put a plan together and if we need to revisit things um, you know, at some point um, in like the next school year or before the end of this year, counselors can definitely look at that and, and do that for students. That's great. That's great to have that type of process. So to close us off today, um, just share one thing that you're really proud of at York this year. You know, coming back after the pandemic, I think we were all we were all really nervous about what the year was gonna look like. Were we gonna really be able to start in person, masks, no masks, whatever. And I think what I am most proud of is the way that our students have been flexible, they've been receptive, and they've been um, very respectful about all of the different regulations and challenges and things that we've had to put into place based on the pandemic. I'm really proud of our students and their attitudes and um, the way that they have embraced all of these challenges. It's been a tough couple of years. We're almost coming up on two years. It's been hard for everybody and our kids have yeah. really shown great strength through this. Yeah, they continue to do great things all over the place in this building. So yep. we're so proud of our students. All right, well, that wraps it up here for today, and uh, thank you for being our guest, and go Dukes. Thanks for having me. Have go Dukes. Have a great Dukes. weekend. Hello, York. This is Mr. McGuire, and welcome to the student section of the DukeCast. This week with me, I have four members of our Hispanos Unidos Club, uh, and I'm gonna they're going to be sharing with you some of the things about their club, as well as the activities that we are going to be doing here at York for Hispanic Heritage Month. So uh, let's go ahead and we'll introduce ourselves. So, hi, my name is Kennedy, Kennedy Gomez. I'm a senior and I am one of the presidents of Hispanos Unidos. 
My name is Angie Palomino. I'm a senior, and I am the other president of Hispanos Unidos. Hey, I'm Sofia Alvarez. I'm a senior, and I'm one of the vice presidents of Hispanos Unidos. Uh, and I'm Leo Gomez Medina, and I'm a senior, and I'm the vice president, and I'm also one of the vice presidents of Hispanos Unidos. Awesome. Well, welcome. Thank you all for taking a little bit of time out of your day to talk with me today and to share the good things that are happening in your club. I know that Hispanos Unidos is, looks a little different this year. Um, we've combined two of our clubs. We have combined Hispanos Unidos and Latina Dreamers. And uh, why don't you guys share a little bit about the combination and how things are going so far? Yeah, so we used to be split. It, it was basically the same kind of clubs, but it was just the guys and the girls. And Ms. Oliveros or Ms. O, who's one of the counselors here at York, she would run Latina Dreamers, and then Mr. Rubio would run Hispanos Unidos. Then this year we decided that we would come together seeing as both Mr. Rubio and Mrs. Uh, o or Ms. Oliveros would be out for a couple months. So now it's Ms. Avina who runs the club with us. Um, she would be the social worker for Ms. Oliveros. Um, and we're very happy to have her too this year since we aren't able to have Ms. O or Mr. Rubio. Yeah, she has been a uh, great addition, obviously. She's helped out a lot um, with your club, and we're happy that she stepped up to help with that. Um, Kennedy, you want to speak a little bit about how the club's working this year, and uh, has it been a good merger, having everybody together? Uh, for the most part, I'd like to say it has been a good merger. All the guys and the girls are having fun together. We're a really big club, so we're trying to see how we can get everyone involved, since everyone has different schedules and things like that. And it's really tough for us like to coordinate something all together but we're getting through it and we're trying to have fun and we just want to get this uh week of hispanic heritage done and then we can start on moving uh, and doing the fun things i have planned fantastic that's awesome and i know there's always challenges when we change formats of things but i i really appreciate your guys effort and uh coming together when are club meetings like how can we get kids involved uh so club meetings are every thursdays um, right after school, and they go to 420. Awesome. And Sophia, for our non-English speakers, um, you want to help promote our club? Por supuesto. Nos unimos todos los jueves después de escuela y tres y media. Todos están bienvenidos y tienes preguntas, pregúntame mi servicio o los presidentes. En el número a 216. Awesome. And again, is this club open to everyone? Yes, um, most people would assume that it's just like Hispanic students here at York who can join because of the name, um, but we've always been pretty open to the fact that anyone can join. You don't have to speak Spanish or be Hispanic to be in the club. We're just here to have fun and all be together. That's fantastic. Great. Um, and so we have Hispanic Heritage Month uh, taking place right now. Who would like to start talking a little bit about that? So I'll get it. So on Monday, what we had planned is Loteria. And that's pretty much a Hispanic version of bingo, where like the caller would say a card, uh, a name of a card that's on, that's like a bingo sheet, and then one person would call out something. So for example, would be the uh, la escalera would be the ladder, and whoever had the ladder would put like a marker down. Awesome. So it's pretty much just like Hispanic bingo. So we're gonna be doing some uh, week long activities for Hispanic Heritage Month. Hispanic Heritage Month runs from September fifteenth to the October fifteenth. But your club has decided that you guys want to um, do these the, starting the week of October 25th. What's the purpose for starting that week? 
The purpose for starting that week is because after that week on Friday, we're going to encourage people. Later on, we'll explain what we're doing Thursday and Friday. But it ties into the following Monday, which is the first, which is our Día de los Muertos, or the Day of the Dead. Awesome. So we're trying to continue that onto the Monday. All right, great. So Monday the 25th, we've got Loteria in the cafeteria. Um, what are we doing on Tuesday? So for Tuesday, we're playing um, a Cabello Dorada dance which is basically like a Hispanic square dance where you go like up, down, and sideways to a nice rhythm and you can go fast or slow. And we're gonna show it to all the students in both corridors during the lunch periods and I think it'll be very fun. Awesome, uh, that's fantastic, looking forward to that one. And then on Wednesday, Wednesday we have a big one on Wednesday. Yes. What are we doing on, on Wednesday? Wednesday, we're trying to do a quinceanera like fashion show where we're gonna get the girls in the club to wear their quinceanera dresses if they were fortunate enough to have one. Um, then there's also like the damas, which is kind of like for a quinceanera, like the bridesmaids, I guess. And they would get to be in their dresses too. And all the guys just have to wear suits and they're gonna escort the girls into the commons and then the field house. And typically at a quinceanera, you have someone announcing the names of like the pairs. So that's what we plan on doing. Just showing everyone like our culture and traditions. Um, yeah. Take ten seconds and just explain the quinceanera and, and how and why that's such a big deal in your culture. Yes. So a quinceanera basically it's kind of like a coming of age thing for uh, like a girl who's turning fifteen, and she just gets to have this big party celebrating her coming of age. She gets like traditional things would be getting like a doll. A doll is kind of like it symbolizes like it's the end of her like childhood and she gets this last doll and she her dad changes her shoes from like just regular shoes or flats to high heels she gets to dance with all like the guys of the family her like a father daughter dance too and it's just a big emotional celebration cool very cool well we're looking forward to you guys being able to celebrate that as well on wednesday and then thursday uh the october 28th we have uh for Thursday, it ties into Dia de los Muertos. Um, we're doing an altar, um, and Spanish is una uh, ofrenda, and that's where we just put um, you know pictures of people who have passed already, um, and just um, um, kind of celebrate their memory. Yeah, we celebrate their memory, and it like I guess symbolizes them like coming down, visiting us, and you know anyone can put any picture of um, a person who has already died, and so. And they're also allowed to decorate it and do like any customizations they want to do to the altar. Yeah, I think we're going to try to have maybe some like coloring sheets or things to add to it so yeah. it's like more festive and colorful yeah. and interactive. Great. That's great. And then on Friday, our final day of the week. So on Friday, our final day of the week, we have planned a mass decoration. So we will have a lot of mass there that the students can decorate. And hopefully uh, on Day of the Dead Monday, those students will wear the mask they made and just, uh, just celebrate with us and have a good time on with everyone. And what's the, what's the, what do we put on the masks? Uh, We're putting like, uh, like sugar skull kind of thing, so like yeah. the calaveras, that's what we plan. I think some of them are gonna have the design already pre-sketched out and they gotta just color them in however they want or they can get a plain white mask and do any design, but with that theme of Dia de los Muertos with Day of the Dead so that they're encouraged to wear it on that Monday. That's great. Well, I want to just thank all of you for taking a little bit of time today and, and sharing this amazing uh, uh, festivities and the culture for your club and to be promoting your club. So thank you all very much.
All right, thank you. Thank you. And yeah. uh, this is the uh, third edition of our student-run Ducast with members of our Hispanos Unidos Club. Happy to be here. Ducast is a production of the students of York High School. This episode was edited by Jack Borchers. The fight song is courtesy of the York Marching Band. For more information about York High School, visit the links in the show notes of this episode. Thank <laughs> you.